1: but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello
0: to all our South Shore neighbors. My name is Melissa Wallace and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. My sidekick Sharon McNamara is here in the building, in the house, but she is working on a calendar right now apparently right? Yeah. But I do have a very special guest. You did join us probably what your first week here at Boston Connect? (laughs) Um, But you are very well known in the community. So I want to reintroduce you. I have Emmy Flaherty. She is a Full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate, and she is uh, sort of the the brains of today. I'm gonna say that you're the okay. brains of today. This is this is uh, the topic that we're doing today is all about you. Yeah, we're just gonna be talking about Emmy Flaherty all day. <laughs> um, <but> Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I hope you've uh, geared up for this, but. Um, sure. But it sort of was inspired by some things that we've been talking about here in the office, but um, I'm going to give you a moment to sort of reintroduce yourself to all of our listeners and uh, tell everybody who you are,
2: where you service, what you do, all that fun stuff, okay? Awesome. Good morning, everyone. So I am Emmy Flaherty. I am a resident here in Pembroke and also a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate in Pembroke. Um, I have two children in elementary school here in Pembroke, so I am very active in the PTO. Um, I also work with a local dog rescue, and in my spare time, if that is such a thing, (laughs) I have um, several events here at the office. You can always check out my Facebook page, which is Emmy Flaherty Realtor on Facebook. You'll see the events. We've had cookie decorating. We have some candle making coming up. We have... We actually did a blanket knit throw class not too long ago that was really popular, and we have dog photos of the easter bunny coming up. yeah why don't you give some of those um so like so like how can somebody come to your
0: event? So how do they find it so you can find it on facebook but mm-hmm. um what are some of the dates for these events so people can put them in their calendar like sharon's doing right now
2: right absolutely <laughs> so i try to do one a month in the evenings and then depending on what else we have going on we do some weekends so all of my events are on my facebook page which is emmy flaherty realtor We have cookie decorating. We're going to do St. Patrick's Day-themed cookie decorating. That is on March 8th with Blackbird Baking Company, which is also a Pembroke business. And then on March 26th, we are doing dog photos with the Easter Bunny. So you can sign up. We have slots. You can sign up and bring your dog to take a photo with the Easter Bunny. And believe it or not, we did this last year, and it was very, very popular and super cute. Some dogs are terrified of the Easter bunny, but we may, we made it work. Um, some adults are
0: terrified of the Easter bunny, and that would be me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think one time one time I had like a very bad experience with like an Easter bunny type thing, and now it's like it's something that has um, you know followed me into my adult life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I will love your event from afar, okay. um, but everything else, I, I'm, I'm rooting for you right right up front and center.
2: <laughs> awesome. And I, I, I should add, too, because I think sometimes people are like, well, you know, are we going to be mid-cookie decorating and you're going to give me, you know, like a sales pitch? And no, that's not what the events are about. I really just, I like to meet new people. I like to see new faces, and I like to bring people together. So when it's cookie decorating, it's it's cookie decorating. Yeah. And we love that you do your events
0: here at the office. So, um, you know, we bought this building almost four years ago now, uh, um, right in Pembroke Center on Madakeshwood Street. And we just, we love having events here as a company. We love when our agents come in and have events. But um, you joined us, what, in October, maybe? Mm -hmm. October, maybe September. And you've had so many events here that we're like, oh, what's Emmy doing this month? What's Emmy (laughs) doing this week? What's
2: what's Emmy doing? (laughs) You know? I know. Well, I call it my home away from. From home and I, I live right around the corner, so it really, really does feel like that. But if you step through the front door here, to me, it's it's so welcoming. Like this isn't your typical office. When I describe it to people, I say it's not it's not your typical gray cubicles. So I actually yeah. made a video and put it on Instagram. So if you're wondering, like, why are you they do you need a tour? Right. Go like, to Emmy's Instagram. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why why are you hosting cookie decorating in a realtor's office? You'll you'll know why. Just yeah. Go visit the
0: video. I never. So my office is upstairs, and I never say, "Oh, it's in my office." I'm going to my office. I always say my room. Yeah. <laughs> not because I'm always here, but because it's like so comfortable it's like it's mm-hmm. my room like yeah. <laughs> i'm going to my room i think
1: the only room that has like a like a office name is like the conference room but yeah we call this what our family room the family and room. playroom downstairs because mm-hmm. that's usually where the young professionals meet and yeah she, you know we play yes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just so you know i'm going on monday oh yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. She okay. was invited. Well, I heard about it through the grapevine. <laughs> she let it slip. <laughs> I did not. You're invited. Well, let our uh, listeners know. On Monday, the young professionals from Boston Connect Real Estate are going to be hanging out at Cask. Right? Yeah,
0: we're going to go to Cask and Flag and Marshfield, like around five thirty, six o'clock. We we try to get together every month. We've been doing this for a couple years, and then COVID hit, and you know we were doing it through Zoom, and um, we resumed, I think last year, whatever. Um, and we try to meet once once a month. Um, there's no age limit. (laughs)
1: That's why I'm invited.
0: (laughs) There's no (laughs) age limit. We just call ourselves the young professional where we're young minded, Mm -hmm. um, individuals who are trying to come together and just sort of collaborate. And, um, you know, we work on buyer presentations and, you know, what's going on in your business and how can we help each other goal setting setting. and we have accountability partners and stuff. So, we get together um, usually the first Thursday of the month, but um, January was a little sort of weird with the holidays and kids and everything. So we met late. So we decided that February, instead of having a formal meeting, we were going to just go out and have some drinks and yeah. just enjoy each other's company. So that's so, what we're doing on Monday. Yeah, so, so do you want to come and d- say
1: hi Yeah, plus? I was going to say, all our WATD listeners, Marshfield, right around the corner, maybe Tim, Tim, why don't, I, I'm not, Tim, I'm so sorry. I, I always forget if you and your partner are married Married or not? Is he there? Hello. Hello, Tim. Um, I'm sorry. Well, what was the question? Are you Are you married? Unofficially,
2: happily partnered for uh, seven, six, seventeen years now.
1: That's I love my, that. I, I love that too. I, <laughs> I love that's that. probably why I always think that you are married. Yeah. Um, but Thank if you. you. It's like Oprah and Stedman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Mm, all right. <laughs> I don't have the fancy gold toilet, but but yeah. I, take it. I, take it. I don't care about the toilet. I'd yeah. rather the money. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, I mean, uh, you know, our crew here is going to be hanging out at Cask and Flagging on Tuesday. So if you and your partner. Monday. Monday. I don't know if he likes his name announced on the radio or not, uh, <laughs> but you can hang out. Go hang out with the Boston Connect crew. Yeah, we're pretty hip. Yeah, In their head, they are. We're pretty hip. Yeah, hip to be square. Yeah, yeah All right. for sure. Yeah. No. I always say that on the um, outside, I'm a PC, but on the inside, I totally feel like a Mac. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, where are you going with that? Yeah. Just, you know, Macs are a little bit cooler. And that has no pun on my name, but it sort of oh, goes. <laughs> for Mac the <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. All
0: right. We are blab- we haven't even gotten to our topic. Yeah, no, we've been on for 15 minutes. So, mm, jish, time flies. <laughs> <laughs> time flies when you're having fun and you're mm. a PC or a Mac or whatever you feel like today. <laughs> um, but so we wanted to talk about um, some of the five, five considerations when putting your house on the market. So we've sort of done variations of the show before, you know, Mm -hmm. things to think about and prepare to get on um, on the market, but we're taking a sort of a different um, approach to it. Mm-hmm. And there was a conversation that was um, happening here at the office. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were involved in that conversation um, that sort of prompted, okay, maybe it's not just all on the realtor. It mm-hmm. is, you know, nobody knows a home better than somebody who lives in it. Mm-hmm. So um, these are sort of some considerations that a seller should be um, thinking about when you know, hiring their,
1: yeah, putting a house on the market. Um, and one before that, one other thing too, is I want to let everyone know just in case they're on their way somewhere, um, and have to not tune in or maybe whatever, tune in later, because I think with the last 10 minutes of our show today, um, we had an office meeting on... Thursday, and at the end of our office meeting, we always do um, in search of for um, you know our agents. I can't talk this morning, I will mm-hmm. talk.
0: So, we had um, an <laughs> office meeting, and our agents we have a ton of buyers, our agents have a ton of buyers, and there's no inventory. So, we announced that we were going to um, create a list of everybody who has agent who has um, buyers looking for something here, and we're going to announce that. So hopefully, if you are a seller and you're sort of on the fence about selling, maybe we can convince you that um, that we have a list of what twenty buyers right now Mm -hmm. that are looking for um, particular homes. So we're going to be announcing that at the end of the show.
1: So, like here's a good example. We'll just say, you know, one of our agents is looking for a single family in Bridgewater with lots of parking. So if you're in Bridgewater and you're listening, we're just going to give the office phone number at the end of the show uh, and have you get in touch with us and then we have the list here. So mm-hmm. then we'll connect you with that agent directly if that is something that you're selling um, or thinking about selling or want more information about the buyer, uh, then we'll connect you directly with that agent. So um,
2: yeah, that's going to be good. Yeah. Well, and also you should say if, if you have to drop off for whatever reason, if you're in the car to head somewhere, you can catch this again live mm-hmm. through Facebook on Facebook. Pembroke connect yeah. yeah mm-hmm yeah and a uh, podcast app, yeah mm-hmm.
0: Boston connect I'm so really glad ashamed.
2: she thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean the <laughs> thing is I listen to you guys sometimes when I'm not on the show and I'm driving somewhere but I get cut off because yeah. I'm driving mm-hmm. the kids somewhere or whatever so then I just pop on Pembroke connect later yeah. and check
1: it out yeah awesome well,
2: okay all right so well don't don't you get you, do you want to start
1: it yeah so um Emmy had come to me uh last week or the week before and had, you know, a situation. It's not like a bad situation. It's just things that make you go, hmm, right? So um, that's what prompted this whole conversation. And, you know, the things that you need to consider when you're coming on the market and, you know, the responsibility of the seller as well as the real estate agent when it comes to putting data. Let's just say that this part of it is putting data into MLS. So as real estate agents, when we are putting your home on the market. We go through your home with you. You have lived there, you show us everything and we're taking notes on everything and everything that you're saying. And sometimes, yes, you do forget things, but the major things you don't forget generally. Mm -hmm. So Emmy had a situation where she had a buyer client that was purchasing a home and we won't say, but it's, you know, in the Plymouth County area, let's say. And they got the house under agreement and then um, had the home inspection. So Emmy, why don't you take Mm -hmm. it from there, what happened?
2: Okay, so we went through the home inspection and after the conclusion of the home inspection, when we were still standing there talking to the home inspector, Uh, My client pointed out that one of the reasons he had chosen to look at that particular house was because it was represented in the listing uh, as having central air. So he confirmed again with the inspector that, you know, throughout the course of the inspection that there wasn't any indicators whatsoever that there was central air in that home. So I went back and looked at the listing. It did, in fact, say that the property had central air, but we had just verified in person that it did not.
1: Mm -hmm. So, and this is one of the things, now we're in... And I'm going to have the phone number, too. So if you have any questions about real estate in general or just this topic, feel free to give us a buzz. 781-837-4900. 781 And Melissa will actually put that number in the Facebook uh, chat as well. Um, that's where I messed up last week without you. Okay. <laughs> I will do that for you. <laughs> Everyone Well, after the show, I see, like, all these messages. What's the number to call in? So, um you know, the situation is, is now your client put in the offer based on the fact that it had central air conditioning. It was sort of like a farm house, farm style house, right? Right. Yeah. So, you know, for those of you who don't know, a lot of A-frame type, you know, roof lines and things like that, older home, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. So really difficult to add central air conditioning into a home like that after the fact.
2: Absolutely. So
1: very, very costly. So Emmy was thinking, well, clearly it was a mistake, you know, that it's not in there. So you sort of had the grace to think about that because you are a real estate agent and things happen. Mm -hmm. Things like that shouldn't happen, but it did. And then you're thinking about your seller, I mean, your buyer, because your fiduciary responsibility is to him. And so what is really the value of this house? And one could argue it could cost $10,000 or more to put central air conditioning into this house.
2: Right. Absolutely. And that was his point. You know, he said, Emmy, I love the house, but when I made the offer for... X, Y, and Z, referring to the price, of course, Mm -hmm. um, I thought that I was getting a house with central air. And while the results of this inspection were overall great, um, you know, I'm still offering X, Y, and Z on a house that I thought had central air that doesn't. Mm -hmm. So that gets tricky, right? So
1: now, and especially I feel for buyers. We keep on talking about how we feel for buyers and we don't want buyers to feel pressured to buy something because they feel the pressure, because there's no inventory. But he really was put between a rock and a hard place. He was. Yeah. So he really didn't have much. So my suggestion was, you know, to Emmy, you know, call the listing agent, you know, help her recognize what the mistake was, but also say that your client is looking for some type of a concession because of this mistake. Right. And ultimately you know, days went by and, and that's the other thing too, Emmy. I mean, I kept on saying, remember, stay in contract, like the dates, your purchase and sales agreement is due. If you don't get to that date, you have to do an extension and, you know, always protecting your client's deposit. Luckily and smartly, um, you had, you know, they were using Amy Maspar I was say, you know, and Mass <laughs> Farm, um, Amy, from Sherman Law. Yeah.
0: And she's been on the show before, too. Yeah. Yep.
1: yep. She is
2: awesome. And, um, but the other side wasn't. Right. Right. Exactly. So there was no attorney representing the seller on the other side. And Amy is fantastic. I use her as often as possible. But, you know, she and I worked together to make sure that we were sticking with the dates of the contract. And, um, you know, protecting the, um, you know, the buyer here in this case. But, you know, it's just, it's hard because, you know, you're calling someone out on a mistake. Mm -hmm. So, hence why we decided to have this conversation today. Because mistakes happen, but ultimately, whose responsibility are they? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this...
0: And there's been so many times where, what we've said this before, like, I bought a fridge on closing day or I bought this mm-hmm. on closing day, you know. And those are sort of, I feel like, smaller um, purchases than having to purchase uh, an air conditioning unit. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it's it's different than like, okay, I didn't know what type of wood it was, so I said it was hardwood, but it really wasn't hardwood. It was something oh, else, you know. That was a
1: big thing back yeah. in the day. I mean, you guys were babies and probably not born when I started real estate.
0: Yeah I feel like something happened in the past seven years where like I'm so afraid to call anything hardwood. Like something something with you like I feel like you instilled in me like don't call it hardwood if you don't know for sure. It's yeah, so I'm like it's wood it's a type of
1: wood It's <laughs> something. Well, like it was back in the day um it was uh, I was getting my GRI, which is Graduate Real Estate Institute, is it's just a designation through National Association of Realtors. And I remember specifically in this one class that in in our MLS previously you didn't have the option for just wood; it just it was always hardwood. So this attorney was teaching the class, gave an example of you know an agent put in a new listing, you know put off hardwood, blah 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 go you know, the house sells the buyer then comes back and sues everybody involved and says, You said that this was hard wood and it's all pine and pine is a soft, soft wood. Soft wood, yeah. So they got sued and he won and they had to replace the floors. Hmm. I'll never forget that. I'm so glad that I took that class because of that. So I kept on petitioning MLS and sending them like can you please just put in wood because honest to God, like I grew up in Dorchester Ave. Like we had cement, like I didn't Mm -hmm. know the difference between any trees and what's soft and hard. They all look pretty hard to me. I'm pretty sure if I like banged my head up against any, um, like a maple tree, it's going to hurt, right? Maple's hard. I I think. Pine. 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 Yeah. But pine tree looks pretty hard. I, I think all trees look hard, <laughs> but that's just my personal <laughs> opinion. <video. laughs> <laughs> so boring, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. with that situation, is and this is where I sort of struggled a bit was you know, as the seller, you know, reviewing this, and again, maybe it wasn't a suggestion, maybe they didn't know any better, maybe they weren't that concerned or that interested as the seller. I would definitely notice if I looked at the MLS and said, it said central air conditioning, I would say, oh no, no, I don't have central AC. I'm sorry that maybe I said that or that you misunderstood me or. Yeah,
0: I, I'm just thinking, I'm going through like the the house that I personally had a home inspection on and there were things that were very evident to me that the seller had known that these things were not right or missing or broken or not working and they weren't disclosed. As a real estate agent, I was sort of all right, I was okay with it. But once they kept piling up and piling up on top of the other things that I would have to take care of, that was when I was like, you know what, I think I'm going to back up. But it was, Mm -hmm. you know, silly things like the broken window in the, in the basement. Well, you know that the window's broken because you put up a curtain to hide it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, the fan in the bathroom wasn't working, but there was a piece of tape on it that said, please do not switch, switch okay, well, you don't want me to switch the switch because it's not working. (laughs) But you didn't disclose that it wasn't working. Stuff like that. You Mm -hmm. know, these are things that... And and I feel like it happens a lot maybe with um, like microwaves and dishwashers when they're not working, but they're included in the sale. Mm-hmm. So if you if you include these things in the sale, they have to be working. Mm-hmm. They have to be in working order. Unless you disclose, you know, that the dishwasher is not in working order, but it does, um, it is coming with the house. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, well, take it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the dishwasher right. gurgles when you put it on and yeah. there's a stream going down your... Mm-hmm. you're down your kitchen. Um so in the end what ended up happening with your client you requested the
2: money and so we requested the money and um you know there there's kind of more to it than that but we requested yep. the money um and we had a discussion with the seller side and we came to an agreement but um you know I would just say that you know the whole point of, of this topic is you know if I personally me myself am going to list your house And I've got everything in MLS, I'm going to print it and show it to you Mm -hmm. and sit down with you and say, is this correct? Is this correct? Is this correct? And and that's something that if you're not doing that with your realtor, you know, and they just say, okay, hey, your house is now live, you know, go check it out Mm -hmm. because, you know, you don't want to run into these things down, down the road where... It's a mistake, but it could be a costly one. That
1: could be a very, very costly mistake. I mean, right. absolutely could be a costly mistake. And, and then you could end up in a 93A lawsuit and all kinds of things. I right. mean, you went forward and said, hey, guess what? I noticed this mistake. But if that had gone all the way to the closing and it wasn't in there i wonder if a 93a fi- suit could have probably been filed
2: right and i mean the thing is you know we're we're all realtors you know for the most part and we're we're working together because we have a common goal you know mm-hmm. one one of us is representing the seller and one of us is representing the buyer and ultimately we want the transaction to happen so we we tend to work things out but um you know i just feel like i would me as the listing agent or the seller, I, I would just rather not deal with that. You know, I would rather make sure everything's all set up front.
0: Yeah. I think I said this a couple of weeks ago, <clears throat> excuse me, that I would rather you tell me that something is wrong and I go into a situation knowing that, okay, this doesn't work or this is needs repair than to find out on my own and know that you knew the whole time that's why like I would rather you disclose everything that you possibly can to me because you might have an excuse or an answer as to why it's happening and I feel like that happens a lot with like mold Mm -hmm. with remediation and stuff Mm -hmm. like that then for me to you know come in do a home inspection and be like how did you not see this like Mm -hmm. then I feel like I've been Deceptive, Like, mm. I, I was deceived.
2: Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, if you're selling your home and you know certain things don't work, like, and and I'm not referring to the air conditioning case because I, I know that that was a mistake. But in your example of the dishwasher, if you're mm-hmm. selling your home and you know your dishwasher is broken and you, you don't mention that to your realtor hoping you know maybe we just make it through the closing line and somebody didn't know that it was broken one you know you're going to you're going to be hearing about it after mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and two i mean it let's say that gets caught in the home inspection immediately the buyer goes on the defensive like Mm -hmm. okay well they didn't tell me this dishwasher was broken so now they see this house with a whole different set of eyes Mm -hmm. now it's like a mystery like okay let's find everything else that's broken in this house and now you've lost confidence Mm -hmm. so i just i highly recommend what else are you hiding you know so that's that's what it turns into yeah it's like okay what's behind the next door you know so the mentality shifts on all parts as soon as you find one thing that's broken you know, everybody's perspective, mine, the inspectors and the buyers are like, okay, well, what else don't we know about? So don't do mm-hmm. that to yourself as a seller. You yeah, know, mm-hmm. it's okay. Like nobody's house is perfect. We know that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because you can fall back and say my house is um, priced to the condition that it's
1: in. Mm-hmm. The, the, the microwave doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Right. Literally, I don't even have to be here. Everything I've thought you've said. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I was just going to say that because that's what we say to our clients, like just let us know everything because we can then disclose it and say, you know, these are the items that are no longer working or like the windows are older and things like that. The house is priced according to the condition it's in. So yeah. when you come back to me after home inspection and say, Hey, the dishwasher isn't working properly, we can yeah. say, we know that. Well, that's what happened to
0: me personally. So now I can say this, you know, I, I put my offer in at the, at what I felt the condition of the house was before my home inspection. Can And I, had a home inspection the condition was different than what i thought it was i thought i was being pretty reasonable and ended up walking away they ended up selling for less than i was offering so they oh, made really? less money because probably somebody came in and said no this is not what the condition of the house is in this right. is what i would give you and you know so they were sort of in a time crunch but you know they could have just what? oh time oh mm-hmm. it's already ten thirty. 30. tam i think we're gonna take a, a quick break is that okay
1: of course it is it's your uh, show um, oh, oh, it's you can my do show. What, you can do whatever you want. All right,
0: perfect. You're listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. We have Emmy Flaherty here today with us. Um, we are going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.
1: Let's face it. We all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right sizing. You know, finding the right size home for you right now. Do you dread the change of the New England seasons? Do you get irritated when you have to take your boat out of the water and wish you had warm weather all year long? Are you tired of the hassle of snow removal and you're ready to fly south for the winter? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or
0: 781-826-8000. We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. And we're back. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. I'm getting yelled at over here. (laughs) Um, But we are joined. Gentle yelling. Gentle gentle yelling. I'm being shouted at, I guess, maybe. Um, I was bad. Sorry. Um, You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. We are joined by Emmy Flaherty, full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate. And we're talking about things to consider when um, you're putting your house on the market. Sort of from a a seller's perspective.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we were just talking about, you know, verifying everything that's in MLS is accurate. And, you know, and sometimes it's simple things. Well, you think it's simple or maybe your agent isn't familiar with the difference between, let's just say, forced hot water and forced hot air. It's, It's a big thing. But maybe some agents don't know the difference or maybe they're having an assistant put in the information, which was the situation with you.
2: Right. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, you, you would definitely were very lenient on that situation because we understand that mistakes happen, but I also think that sellers, you should be taking <laughs> deep concern looking at those because again, when lawsuits come back and we never want lawsuits, uh, but people are human and, um, just to look those things over. Yeah.
0: We are human.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um Oh, hello, Virginia. For later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, buyers looking. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if more, you're just, more
2: buyers. Yeah, yeah, so more
1: buyers. If, yeah, just joining us. Make sure you stay until the end. The last ten minutes of the show. I don't even know. We might need more time. <laughs> yeah. um, Looks we, like it. Yeah, we got together a list because we were having an office meeting this week, and we have a lot of our agents have clients in search of homes. So we're going to put it right out there. If you have what they're looking for, we're going to give you our phone number, and we're going to connect you directly to. To that agent so you can talk to them um about selling your home to their client <laughs> yeah
0: and I, something that I always hear is like well I won't put my house on the market because I don't have anything to buy but if everybody puts their houses on the market then there are things to buy right right
1: mm-hmm. and you can do contingencies we did a yeah. show on that recently yeah. right and then there's new construction yeah
2: of course new construction <laughs> absolutely um okay sorry I cut you off
1: No, no you didn't I was I was just looking down at our agenda Um, Yeah. Well, where
2: we left off was basically, you know, so we're using the word disclose, but, you know, basically what we're saying is, is when you're sitting down with a listing agent and and you're having the discussion about putting your house on the market, you know, the question your listing agent, aka realtor, should be asking you is, you know, tell me about your house. You know, I go through a list of all of the different um, systems in the home, try to get some of the ages, but at the same time, that's when I would say to you, you know, is there anything broken? Is there anything I need to know about, mm-hmm. you know? And and so that's basically disclosing or telling us, you know, what you know about the home so that when we get asked questions, you know, having open houses, et cetera, oh, yes, you know, my seller told me about that. Here's the background because, yep. you know, that's giving the buyer confidence that, mm-hmm. you know, you know about the house, you were able to answer questions about the house and that you're being, um, you know forward and open about stuff that's happened mm-hmm. P- people want
0: honesty whether you're a buyer or a seller they want you to be honest and just and i love the way that sharon does open houses i've, I've gone to visit her um for several years that you know if something is not um in working order or needs repair or something she's very upfront and like matter of fact about it. And if you're matter of fact about it, it, you're just giving them the information. What they do with that information is up to them, but at least you told them mm. and they're they're going into their um, you know, walkthrough or whatever with an open mind.
1: And too, you know, my you know, my mindset as being a listing agent is I'd rather that people know about this stuff up front because I don't want to get to the process where I'm working with a buyer you know, with another agent, you know, and their buyer, they weren't familiar with what something was. I can't even think of something in the house right now, but you know, if they're not familiar with it, then I'm going to get all the way to like your home inspection. And then we're going to find out. So I potentially lost other viable buyers for my client's home. Yeah. So that's why I say like recently we had one over on Furnace uh, Lane and it had two sump pumps and one of the sump pumps had recently broken. And I, told them, you know, my husband came over um, and he, you know, what did he do? He like sn- snaked, snaked out the dream yeah. and he did all this work and that's the other thing. We had all the warranty information and stuff like that, so... Just, just disclose. Yeah. Oh
0: well. Speaking of warranty information, if you have any of your, um, you know, things serviced in your house, always keep the receipts and keep like anything that you have so you can prove. Th- th- especially for pools, mm-hmm. we've said this before. Um, but anything, um, your heating system, if you have, you know, somebody come out and and clean it or look at it, um, anything service related, keep all those receipts because then you can be like, you know, yeah, I have maintained these mechanicals, and the the more you maintain them the longer that they last.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I was going to say on my last listing in Bridgewater, you know, the seller said to me, hey, you know, the faucet on the bathroom sink is really loose um, and sometimes as a result it drips. So what do we do? We just replaced it before it went on the market. You mm-hmm. know, done. Yeah. Um, we have yeah. Problem solved. Instead of, you know, people coming in and jiggling the handle and Perhaps wiggling, uh, wiggling, uh, worsening the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just stuff like that. That's what we are here to do—to help you. Mm-hmm. So you know, if we work together as a really good team, then you know, you're putting your best foot forward. And that's one of the things too that I love about our office too is
1: everybody has somebody that can. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I was Actually, I was talking to. Um, an agent last night and discussing what her husband does and I was like, Wow, between your husband and Emmy's husband and Kate's husband and, and my husband. husband, you know, and then we have other like son in laws for electricians. <laughs> Sharon
0: manifested a husband for me yesterday. <laughs> oh,
2: good. Like, what does he do? your
1: husband, yeah, what does my husband do? Yeah. I think he's an electrician. An electrician. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna we find that. him. We need an electrician in we the do. house We oh, do. Okay. <laughs> so if you're single if and you're, you're single an electrician, <laughs>
2: electrician. Yeah. call in with a question for us. Yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, and tomorrow's Melissa's birthday, by the way.
2: Ooh. It is. Yes. 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 So, Where okay. So birthday? we'll <laughs> revamp this. If you're single and you're an electrician and you'd like to take this lovely woman out <laughs> to dinner tomorrow yes, or right, in the near right. future, please call in. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
1: Sorry. Last week we were asking for a house. This week we
0: we're yeah. asking for yeah. a man. Yes. <laughs> we, well, last we, week we were begging for a house. I, I would never beg for a man, but um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we'll ask politely <laughs> right. for right. one. Funny. We
2: should tell people we believe in manifestation. We do in this manifestation. Office. Yes, yes. Yeah. So yeah. we do. We we say things out loud intentionally because we believe <laughs> that if we verbalize them, we put no. them out in the universe. They will come. They will
1: come. This is my new thing. Is every day I see Melissa in her house. She did
2: this. Oh, doesn't okay. it? In my desk. I'm in my house. I'm on board too. In my house, we're, we're in our house. Her house. <laughs> we're in Melissa's so. house. It's an A-frame check for some. A-frame,
1: J-frame, uh, yeah. a- J-frame, A-frame <laughs> check for central air. Yeah, check okay. for central okay. air. Okay. Um, so again, and th- the other thing too is, and we were just having this conversation with um, Ginny Wondell, who is a full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect uh, Real Estate as well. She's in the office. Uh, she tends to sit here every Saturday
2: morning, by the way. So if you're in the area, <laughs> stop on by. Um, well, she's not just sitting here. She's waiting for someone to come in who would like to chat with her. Yeah. about buying or selling their home or hearing about the market. <laughs> yeah. And she has some tasty treats in there. So I, I would definitely pop in. I
0: know. Karen Monroe is listening and she um, commented on Facebook and she is saying that an electrician would spark up my life.
2: Ooh. <laughs> oh, and she gave us a
0: wave.
1: Hi,
2: Karen. Thank <laughs> you. Yes. Hi, Karen. That's so, so funny. That, that works. Yes.
1: So um, back to the, with, when you're looking at your MLS sheet and we were talking, as I started to say, we were talking to Ginny about this earlier. And there are sometimes discrepancies between what your public record says and what your MLS says. And there's a difference between what public record says and how we market a home and all that. So that's really like a full-blown conversation. But um, one of the things is a lot of times public record may not have the correct information so i was talking to one of our agents actually in the office a couple weeks ago who's potentially getting a new listing as well or is getting a new listing and the problem was is they didn't uh, pull a permit potentially Mm -hmm. and so when and i said well just so you know if i'm a buyer's agent this is what you have to think about especially people who haven't sold your home in a very long time Things have changed. (laughs) They've changed in the last 10 years. They've changed in the last 20 years for sure. We can see all this information now. So if I go online, especially as a buyer's agent, I'm gonna go online. If public record says that you have a three bedroom home, but you're marketing as a four bedroom home because you finished your attic space. I'm not talking specifically about this listing, by the way. I'm just giving an example. The first thing as a buyer's agent that I'm going to do is I'm going to go to town hall and I'm going to see if a permit was pulled for that fourth bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I'm also going to go to the Board of Health and I'm going to verify if you're in an area where it's all septic that you have a four bedroom septic. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. So these are the things that are. And really why is
0: that? Why would that be important to a buyer?
1: But because if you have a four-bedroom home and a three-bedroom septic system, basically, according to the regulations of Title Five and Board of Healths. The flow of water that goes through. It's per bedroom. It's not per bathroom. So you could have a two-bedroom house and 15 bathrooms if you wanted. The way that they're calculating it is, oh, chances are there could be two people in, in each, each one of those bedrooms, right? Mm-hmm. So the flow of water. And things have changed over the years and everything, too. But we're going to be doing a um, septic uh, mm-hmm. show soon, too. Yeah. So uh, we'll get more into that as well. But you if you didn't do it, I always say, first of all, we had you had a show with Tracy. They, yeah. There's no big deal on getting a permit. Yeah. Fifty, seventy five bucks, a yeah. couple hundred, but depending then, on oh, whatever then it is that my, you're doing. And my assessment's gonna go up. Well guess what? If you don't open the door to the assessor, they're gonna assume that you have the best of the best anyways. So you might as well yeah. just be forthright with it. And then it isn't an issue when you go to sell your home. Right, yeah.
0: absolutely. Mm-hmm. There, uh, um, somebody, just getting back to septics for two seconds, somebody had sent me um, a coming soon of of a house that they had personally been in before and said, you know, it's really small. It is two bedroom, but it's a one bedroom septic. And I was like, not interested. Mm-hmm. Um, even if I lived there alone for a couple of years, I would eventually want to rent it out. And I'm just not going to take on the responsibility of renting it out to more than one person with a one bedroom septic system, but saying I have two bedrooms and, no, it's just like, especially for the price. So I was Mm like, no, I'm I'm good. Thank you. Not even going to look at it.
1: Yeah. And the septic is really important too, because I mean, if you're marketing a home as a four bedroom home and it has a three bedroom septic, once that, the attorneys are going to see that anyways, but you have to have the title five report. Mm -hmm. The appraiser is going to see it. Everybody is going to see it. Yeah. You know, it isn't, we're not in the days where things sort of slide by right now. So, and potentially, hey, it matters how far in you're into it. I mean, it's really increasing. You could have a 1,500 gallon tank, but you have to increase the leaching field to make it a four bedroom. And again, that's why you hire professional agents to be listing your home, like Emmy Flaherty, who we have on our show today. Emmy is a full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate, and uh, she has lots of things coming up in her agenda. She loves, loves, loves to do events. She's doing cookies in March. She has some candle making going on. She's doing uh, dog pictures with the Easter Bunny, um, and then she does a lot of stuff with the PTO and things like that coming up. Uh, I want to make sure we give Emmy's phone number directly right now. Is that okay with you? Yeah, of course. Yeah, all right. So it's 781-217-4580, 781-217-4580. So if you're interested in finding out more about any of her events, uh, give her a call directly. But more importantly, if you're thinking about buying or selling a home, she services the whole entire area. So that's why we're called Boston Connect Real Estate. We're connecting Boston to the South Shore, to the South Coast, all the way down to the Cape, Dedham, she'll go wherever you need to be. (laughs) That is very true. (laughs) We're making your moves, you know, love where you live, right? So we'll go wherever that is. Uh, So give Emmy a call and even just to have a conversation in order to get. So my daughter, Casey, um, actually had a conversation with Jasmine uh, Mendez this, um, this week because she isn't ready to buy a house yet. But I said to her, Case, I mean, honestly, like you were basically born into this. How many times have you heard me say in order to get to where you're going, you need to know where you are? Right, right. So she's she knows she's a couple of years out from wanting to buy something, but even if people
2: want to have that start of a conversation with you, absolutely, you need to kind of figure out where you are, where you want to be, and how, what you need to do to get there. Yep, absolutely. Let's talk because
1: we we definitely want to do that at the end. So, Emmy, are there sp- any other are there specific things that you want to talk about for the, like five minutes here that uh, so we don't you know shadow anything
2: that you wanted to discuss today. Well, I I know we're talking here about maybe adding bedrooms and not necessarily getting the permits and stuff for that, but I actually had the reverse situation in Plymouth where somebody took down a wall Mm -hmm. um, because they wanted it to be more open, but they didn't realize in doing so that they basically, that was no longer a bedroom. So when it came to appraisal time, we we had a lot of issues Mm -hmm. because it went from being... um, what was considered a one-bedroom. It was a small, one-level home, but it was considered a one-bedroom. But what they did was they took down um, two of the walls. So it was open, but there was one wall there for privacy, but obviously it's one-bedroom, so it was just a young couple living by themselves. But then when the appraisal... Time came, so the mortgage lender came out to, um, sent the appraiser out to to check. He was like, this isn't a one-bedroom. This is Mm -hmm. basically like a studio Mm -hmm. house, Um, and that was unusual because, you know, there are not many studio houses, so trying to come up with a price, and then we had to go back and forth. Do we put the wall back up? Um, which the buyer didn't want to do, nor neither did the seller. But things like that. So if you're making mm-hmm. modifications to your home, just keep in mind that you need to have those discussions with us when you get ready to sell. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. We did a show on that just a couple shows ago where we said, you know, home improvement, home improvements, should I or shouldn't I? And that's why I always say, call us in. I mean, this is what we do full time, so we definitely are the ones that will have the best information for mm-hmm. you. Um, and then, like back to the assessments and the bedrooms, and you know, a lot of people. Get a little confused with like the lower levels and things like that so you just have to really you know lean into your real estate agent you know to talk about that can you call something a bedroom if it's under under the yeah below grade grade grade. and things like that so um what other things are there that you
2: might want to discuss because that was a good one Well, we also have the cleaning and staging, which is another huge part of this. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I've had a lot of people tell me, I'd like to sell my home and I want top dollar, but I'm really, really busy and, um, you know, can we just like photograph it as is so you know that's another discussion to have
1: yeah and that we could do another show on that emmy too yeah. about like just you know staging and we would usually do that in the spring and spring cleaning mm-hmm. um but the other thing too is i keep on saying looking at what i want to say and then i keep on losing it um but when it comes to ph- photographs this is a big one it is you know what there are so many things that you can do <laughs> i just want to let everybody know that there's so much you can do with photographs now and there's virtual staging and I went to a um, CMA that I was referred to somebody uh, maybe last year and the house you know it, it needed some love um, but it, things weren't broken. it just wasn't cosmetically what people are looking for right now right And they said that they wanted me to do some virtual you know staging in the house and I said, well how would we do virtual staging like this your furniture is here right. And they said, well, there is, you know, another company that is willing to do that. And I said, I'm sure that there is. I was like, Every, it's not wrong. It's just everybody does things differently. And my mindset on that is, boy, are people going to be disappointed when they walk in the door? I didn't say it that way to them, but... Yeah. You're, it's almost like a bait-and-switch type
2: thing. Right. I've, yeah, I've, I've been in that situation where we've gone to homes that have been virtually staged and um, when you see it in person, it, it, they're like, this is not the same house. It's not the same house. It it, it has different flooring. Yeah. It has
1: it's different colors. It, light it has fixtures. Light fixtures, yeah. Roof. It's This is what this house could be.
2: That's what the, the title should be. I'm not yeah. even kidding. I went to look at one house and this master, quote-unquote, master bedroom looked phenomenal. We could not wait to see it. it it was an old garage. I'm not even kidding. It, it was, they had taken what was the garage, put down like the floating flooring, and we, we, we were just shocked. We Emmy, honest to
1: God, like I, I love you to pieces. We can, and I, I actually, I was talking to somebody yesterday and I was like, I'm changing her mindset because you you have the craziest things. We Every week we could do a show on
2: a, like Emmy topics. What Emmy has seen. <laughs> what happened to Emmy this week? <laughs> I know, I, like I have seen some of the most bizarre, our stuff but you know what it just makes Uh, me that much better because i'm on to it when i see it i have got to tell you i'm so happy you came into my life because you actually you're the
1: best like um, uh, emoji person too oh i love my emojis you you really like you get like i can feel the feeling through your emojis which is really funny um but yes definitely you know in with uh vacant properties it's really nice to do that virtual staging because you can show this is what the house looks like vacant but this is an idea of what it looks like with furniture because sometimes people just can't visualize that. Mm -hmm. So what a point of today's thing was, you know, definitely make sure that you're looking at your MLS sheet and verifying the information is accurate. And, you know... because it's really important. We don't want any of our clients in particular to have any lawsuits. So, um, and then we'll do a synopsis of everything that we were talking about today. I'm not even sure if we talked about all five, but maybe Emmy could do a blog and yeah, we absolutely. can get that out there as well. Um, but what we want to do for the last nine minutes of our show, mm-hmm. yes. So we're we had an office meeting. So if you haven't heard me say this yet, we had an office meeting on Thursday and inventory is low. It's low throughout the country and it's low here. And, you know, we know that people are considering putting their home on the market or maybe they haven't considered it. They just don't know what to do. We were going, we always go around our, and every Friday we put it in our newsletter to in search of, so what our agents are looking for, for their clients. And we're also doing uh, coming soon's. So our agents know what's coming on the market before everybody else. They're not mm-hmm. on the market yet, but we're sort of talking about them. So we have a full list. Yeah. We're going to go through it mm-hmm. of homes that our agents have clients for. Okay. They are pre-approved. They are have been in the process for a while, Mm -hmm. looking for these homes. So we're going to give the towns and then we're just going to give our phone number at the end. Yeah. And we have the list here. So when you call us, we can say, maybe it's an email. Let's do an email because if we're not around this weekend, it might get a little confusing. So let's just give the administration. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah administration at bostonconnect.com and um,
0: we'll connect you with the right agent but you know what I'm going to go first because this is our show Um, so I am personally in search of um, something under 400,000 in Plymouth County Um, it could be two bedrooms um, two, three bedrooms I do uh, want a basement so something with a basement I don't need a garage Um, it can be under a thousand square feet I don't need much space Um, it's just me and my cat um but i would like a yard um some sort of um, outdoor area but um yeah just something f- under 400 two bedroom mm-hmm. with a basement in plymouth county that's what i'm looking for i'm pre i'm i'm i'm,
1: I'm there yes. i can close as soon as possible or I can wait. i yeah. so she is very flexible on time. I'm very flexible. And on tomorrow time. is Melissa's birthday. And tomorrow's so my we birthday think that you should yes. let her know. So if you yes. have a house What and about Emmy? Do you want to go first? Do you have clients sure. that you want to oh, talk about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's the, uh, Emmy have the stage first. Today's her day.
2: Thank you. Well, uh, because I live and work here in Pembroke, I have many buyers that are looking for properties in Pembroke. So if you are listening and you are thinking about buying and, and selling please give me a call. But um, I actually have a couple that is getting married in June. They have been looking for almost two years now. They really want a three or four bedroom colonial here in Pembroke. Um, They would like to have a garage. They would like some yard. They are pre-approved. They are very financially sound, and they would really like to be into a home before their wedding. Mm-hmm. So, if this matches your description, please call. Yep. this is kind of like house mass ma- matchmaking. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah. yeah, we should come up
1: with an app. Yeah. Seven eight one two one seven four five eight zero. That's Emmy's number directly. So we'll give you that one because <coughs> she's you. right here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Seven eight one two one seven four five eight zero.
0: Yeah. Are we going down the
1: list now? Yep. Yes. Okay, so we have Team Flynn, so Trish and Nick Flynn. We're not giving all the agent names. I think it will get too confusing, just what we're looking okay, for. Okay, do you want to do it then? Nope, <laughs> I don't. Okay,
0: so <laughs> $500,000, single family in Pembroke, Hanson, Plimpton, Halifax, Middleborough, Bridgewater, East Bridgewater, Whitman, Abington, Rockland. Uh, three bedrooms in good condition with a great yard that backs up to Woods, preferably. 2400000 million, single-family home in Concord. They're looking for a four- or five-bedroom, three- to four-baths with an office space. Another home, 450,000 single family in Bridgewater, lots of parking. um, Looking for land up to 200,000 surrounding communities, ideally Bridgewater. um, And then uh, $290,000 for a condo in East Bridgewater, Bridgewater, Easton, Norton, Taunton, Raynham, Whitman. Um, another agent has a client looking up to 1.25 million, no other description of the there. So if you have a house, any, (laughs) any price range up to 2.1.25, any town, town. doesn't matter. Apparently. Um, another agent, I am looking for a single family up to 5 million in Duxbury, um, PowerPoint or Standish Shore preferred. Um, mm-hmm. And then another our client of theirs is looking for an in-law around Plymouth up to eight fifty.
1: dollars
0: Another agent we have, it, they are looking for a ranch with an in-law up to $800,000, um, preferably the in-law not in the basement.
1: I am also uh, have a client that is looking for an in-law in Pembroke okay. specifically. Um,
0: another, uh, buyer cash buyer up to 400,000 looking for a home, uh, needs a garage. A three or four bedroom colonial in Duxbury, Kingston, Norwell, Hanover, up to 1.1 million. Again, if any of these descriptions are your home, please um, email administration at bostonconnect.com. Another um, client is looking for a five bedroom home or an in law up to 500,000, um, can need work. Um, that's fine. Mm-hmm. They they're would, they're willing to put in some sweat equity in there, um, and then they also have another client looking for a home on the river or water up to two million, and those are cash buyers. Um, another agent, anything up to uh, anything under three forty, a condo or single family. Um, another agent, single family with an in law in Braintree, Milton area, up to one point two million. Um, and then another agent has a client looking for a coastal home with j- j- two bedrooms one level preferred near the water but doesn't have to be on the water um, and then oh, another agent
1: see we have plenty <laughs> plenty of buyers we have lots of these are all buyers who are pre-approved looking for homes
0: yeah um one of our agents has a client with nothing to sell cash up to 550. Um, another client of theirs is has already sold their home. They're just waiting. Um, they are cash up to seven hundred thousand. Um, they are looking for a first first floor um, with a what does that say? Master bath,
1: main bedroom, main and bedroom
0: bath. and bath, um, a garage or room to put one um, move in ready. Either buyer will do some work. Okay. Um, locations would be uh, Braintree, Weymouth, uh, South shore plymouth county um another buyer of theirs is looking uh, a three-plus bedroom cape colonial up to 650 in Hanson, halifax pembroke hanover kingston um move-in ready with some work um, needed is okay and then we have a two-bedroom up to four hundred thousand, plymouth carver middleborough pembroke hansen halifax um and then another client looking for a two plus
1: bedroom with one point five acres or more up to five hundred thousand. Perfect. So we'll what we'll do is we'll put a whole full list together and we'll put that on our website at bostonconnect.com. So if you have any, um, if you heard, usually we went pretty fast there, but you know what your house is. So if you're like, oh yeah, I am definitely the person who has a four bedroom colonial with, a car, uh, with at least a one car garage, you know to call Emmy, right? And then... Um, For everybody else, if you heard the description of your house and you are thinking about, you know, selling it, these are all buyers who are currently in the market looking for homes. Uh, So you can go to administration uh, at bostonconnect.com. Just leave us your information. Tell us what type of house you have. We'll line you up with our real estate agent in our office uh, so you can, you know, connect directly with that person and talk about selling your home to their client. Uh, Emmy Flaherty, thank you again. again. Thank you, ladies. we are so happy to have you. 781-217-4580 is Emmy's phone number or Emmy at bostonconnect.com. Again, you can catch all of our past shows. And uh, real quick, I need to let you know that Mel and Kristen hallett full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect, will be on Tuesday with Christine Fisk of Harbor One. They're going to be talking about their Home Buyer Workshop, which is happening on 226, which is the su- next Sunday. And uh, Kristen's number is 617-448-4896. So give her a call. We'll see you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye, Tim. Bye-bye.
2: WATD FM Marshfield, WBMS
1: Brockton.